This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. It's unbelievably bad, but the girl with the earmuffs is Princess Leia's daughter. Oh, wow. Huh. Scoop! Scoops. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis. Scoop. Vincent, Vince Ingenito. <laughs> Scoop! Vincent. Sam Claiborne. What's up, everybody? We've got a great show for you this week. I don't know if you guys are aware, but 2015 is drawing to a close. No. What? Yep. We're about to put 2015 to bed. I think it's 2014, Damon. It's, no. <laughs> it's time for it to go nine-nine. <laughs> yeah. As I say in my house. Uh, yeah, we got Christmas coming up and then New Year's, and then it's going to be 2016. <clears throat> Do you guys find that uh, this is... So there's two things that happen to me when I turn 30. I'm 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, random parts of my body hurt. Mm-hmm. My, my knee hurts now for no reason. <laughs> Did I do anything to it? Nope. It just hurts. The other thing is, I can never remember what year it is. No, I'm totally with you in the same boat. Like, I, I tried to play basketball for the first, I used to love basketball in high school. I tried to play for the first time in, like, a decade, yeah, a three mistake. weeks ago. Yeah. Huge mistake, because, like, my knees, from like, three weeks ago, my knees have literally not recovered. <laughs> you gotta build up to it. No, yeah. I didn't, I just went right for it, and, like, yeah, my knees are, like, I think permanently, like, never gonna get back to the point they were at wow. three weeks ago. I feel like I just, I, used, I just got used to calling it 2015. And yep. now they're taking it away from me. Yep. <laughs> Ugh, where does the time go? It is the most wonderful time of the year. The time when we get to look back on everything and make best of lists mm-hmm. and recap the year that was. So. Yeah. By the time, when, is this going up tomorrow? Uh, yes. So shortly after this episode goes up, you'll, you'll be able to see IGN's official best of 2014 nominations for nominations. all the video games and uh, movies and comics, TV shows. So let's those. set the stage for that. I have, uh, I have recapped the entire year in video game happenings. It's all. You guys. I'm going to remind you and our listeners and viewers of everything that happened this year. Uh, but oh, sorry. It was real. All those nominees are going up the Monday the 14th. So check that out. Okay. Monday I'm sorry the 14th. For losing. I okay. feel like I threw you off your groove. No, it's okay. Yeah. And then this I can finally sleep again. How Damien got his groove so back. So at the beginning of this year, it was E3. <laughs> yeah. Right? First of all, first of all, first of all, I remember. Do you guys know what the most popular piece of content on IGN was this year? Uh, this, probably the same thing that's been close to up there for the last several years, which is top 25 Game Boy Advance games? <laughs> no, I, I would, that, is, that is near the top. That's, that's a good okay. guess. That is near the top. Either PSP games, maybe. No, I would probably say the Fallout 4 review. Or uh, maybe the Skyrim. Is the Skyrim wiki still lighting it up? Like the, it used to? No, he's not including wiki pages. Oh, we're not. Okay, Otherwise, okay. it's the it's many different wiki pages. Okay, yeah. Uh, the most popular piece is of content Burger? on IGN this year was the Metal Gear Solid Five review. Hey, yeah, I did it! I did it! However, at the time of this taping, the Fallout Four review is only forty k behind. Uh, yeah, yeah. And no, I think as people get that oh, for Christmas or yeah. they get consoles for so Christmas. So if you're out there listening, just go 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 check out that review and you'll push it over. <laughs> <Yeah>. Vince, <laughs> Vince you can go ahead and give yourself a raise. Nice. Uh, That's how that works. We're like Congress. Yeah. Sure. That's fine. Anyone want to wager a guess as to what was the most read news article 
of 2015. I had, was the Black Burger this year? No, that was last year. Was it? News yeah. article. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be bad news. It always is. Like PSN going right. down last year. You're right. right. It is um, so bad. News. Bad is in quotation marks. It's gonna be bad news. It's gonna be. Uh, it. Well, yeah. That's as far as I can narrow it down. Um, is it? No, that's not this year. The, it's, uh, it's probably involves console wars, like flame bait. That's of what some I was kind. thinking. But I think that what I was thinking of was the headline is the headline is this Mortal Kombat character won't be coming to MKX. Yeah. Oh wow, really? Wow, that headline, huh? It was Jade. Yeah, it was Jade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? But like, isn't that interesting that that is the most read news article yeah. of the year? I wrote, I wrote that. Did I write that? I don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure it was two? me. Mortal yeah. Kombat was uh, a big part of our early year. Mortal yeah. Kombat yeah. was a gigantic traffic driver this year. I almost couldn't believe, like, you know, I knew Mortal Kombat was big, but just like every single thing we put up, people gobbled up every video. And it's every still article. the only game people are talking about. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, it was a big... Just system. kidding, we all forgot about it yeah. for some reason. <laughs> well, no, they got that new DLC We don't coming. play fighting games. Well, well, maybe y'all don't. You I, do. I, I do. But, but, the, but the thing that was funny to but me he is, like, about Mortal Kombat anymore. right? No, I don't. But but I, even back then, when Mortal Kombat was the thing, I was constantly surprised. I was like, I'm not used to people always calling my number and be like, Vince, you got another thing? You got to write? You got another? Vince, yeah. come on, you got to keep doing it. I'm not used to that with the fighting game stuff. It's usually like, Vince, we know you love it, but calm yeah. down. Yeah. It was like the other way yeah. around with Mortal Kombat. Let's <laughs> let's let's dial let's dial it back. Let's okay. go back to the beginning of the year. January, what was the first big game of the year? Bloodborne. Evolve. Or was that February? That was yeah, February. Evolve. Uh, the yeah. Order. Uh, it was Dying Light. Dying that Light. was January oh, okay. 27th. Oh, yeah. I didn't like uh, that game. Well, and it, but I think a, a lot of fans, a lot of gamers out there really like that game. Yeah, and we reviewed it very favorably. Yeah. yeah. We got an eight, eight, eight something. Eight yeah. in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Evolve was in February, February 10th. Yep. Mm-hmm. Evolve came out. Mm-hmm. That's my birthday. Are people still playing Evolve? Um, so yes and no. There's a new right. There's a new monster. I'm actually still playing Evolve. I loved that game. I reviewed it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it fell off quick. It was kind yeah. of like the it was kind of like the Titanfall of 2015, which mm-hmm. pains me to say because I, I love that game with my yeah. entire heart. Two great um, games that 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 people did not stick with. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And they're, they're still creating new content for it. Um, you know, they're they're in the middle of like season two of the of the hunters uh, hunters pass, which is like a new monster and four new he- uh, hunters, one but in each class. There's enough people that you can matchmake. Right? Yeah, you can still go on matchmaking. Like it's a, if you're just doing your ranking matches, like your placement matches, it's a little bit slow at first because uh, there's not a lot of people still doing those. But once you get through those, yeah, you can you can still pretty easily get a match. Hmm. That's, That's interesting. They probably need to patch those out and just let, just throw them into the matchmaking. Pool. They Otherwise just patch them are. in. Is the funny thing about oh. that. <laughs> I wonder, uh, did I ever tell you my, I played Evolve for, like, most of America. I played Evolve for two or three evenings, and that's it. (laughs) And I played uh, with a dad and a little boy, maybe a little girl, but sound like a little boy. He couldn't have been more than, like, eight or nine years (laughs) old. And they're on my team, so I'm hearing their voice chat. And who's the character? We were the hunters hunting the monster. Who's the character that can place, like, a dome, like a net? That traps so him that he all, can't leave. So all the trappers can... That's, okay. that, that's the generic, generic ability for all the trappers. And what's the name of that like ability? Uh, it's is called it the dome? dome. It's called the dome, yeah. And he's like, he's like, okay, daddy, I placed the dome. Yeah. I placed it, let's get him. Don't let him get out of the dome. And it was this really <laughs> cute little boy. And he's like, good job, son. Good job, we're all inside. Now we're going to get this monster. And like, I had my mic on too, but I felt like I couldn't... <laughs> I couldn't, and like, and they're like, I guess, I don't know if I had it too close to my mouth, but he's like, we got another loud breather. We got <laughs> a loud, say yeah. That. We got a breather in our group, and then I just, I just unplugged my headset, because I'm like, I can't. It was like really, really heartwarming, but also like really awkward. Yeah. And I'm like, I felt uncomfortable. I was like drinking beers. I'm just like, you're like listening room. to his dad. His, his yeah. Talk. He's like, really, he's like, great job. You got him. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, on February 20th, the big PlayStation exclusive was released. I already mentioned it. The Order. Mm-hmm. The Order. 1886. Did not... Uh, I don't think it was the game a lot of people were hoping it would no. be. It's yeah. a very pretty game. A lot very of style. Game. Yeah. <clears throat> March 11th. I think that game's been like basically free on PlayStation uh, uh, PS Plus for a Has couple weeks now. Oh, really? Yeah. I never It's really it. cheap. It was really yeah. cheap last month. Yeah. Okay. Uh, March 11th. Ori and the Blind Forest. Excellent game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really Very hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. Hard platformer. I think uh, people thought that was going to be just a pretty game, and it was uh, actually like a legitimately uh, <coughs> challenging one. And also very sad. Yes. <laughs> the yes. opening. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like up. Yeah. Like, well, like I'm, I'm yeah. tearing up in the first like, two I, minutes. I got yeah. blindsided for sure. <laughs> Still an Xbox One console exclusive? Yes. Right? Correct. Yes. yes. It's, it's on, on Windows, Windows also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on March 17th, Nintendo uh, soft announced the NX. 
They basically had an investor's Yeah, what a crazy week right. that was. Announced mm-hmm. that they were working on the successor of the Wii U, codenamed the NX, and yeah. they also announced their partnership with DNA to make mm-hmm. mobile games. Yeah. You didn't skip Bloodborne, did you? Or did it come out later than I thought? The week Sweet after. Ooh. Bloodborne comes out for PS4. Man, I thought that was really March early. March 24th. I thought that was earlier in the year. What about, uh, not, not to take away from Bloodborne, but another Sony exclusive that I really care about that was a big game to me that was early in the year was uh, Helldivers, but I'm not sure if we missed that or if they yeah, just didn't put it on. That may, may I mean, it was, wasn't a AAA game, yeah, but it was yeah. certainly an excellent game and still one of the, pro- still the best co-op game of the year, in my, in my opinion. That and, launched and, on Vita first? Oh, uh, no, that was, that was PS4, yeah, PS3, yeah. and Vita all at once. Okay, yeah. all at once, so. Uh, and then on April 14th, like we were discussing, Mortal Kombat X mm-hmm. came out. Got an 8.8 from IGN, sold over a million copies. Uh, eventually, Predator and Carl Weathers were released. <laughs> yep. Playable yeah. characters. And then they just announced Leatherface and... The Xenomorph. The Xenomorph from Alien yep. are coming to the game. Yeah. I mean, we... Uh, Mortal Kombat, we actually now. ran a big feature. You can find it on IGN about how NetherRealm sort of nursed that franchise back to health. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen other long-running video game franchises, but I think it's incredibly unusual... Like, Mortal Kombat was down in the dumps. And, like, I, I genuinely believe that with one more bad game and one more misstep, like, it would have just been over. It'd be one of those ga- things that we just don't... Like, it's just gone. The Mortal sure. Kombat doesn't exist sure. anymore. But they, uh, the DC stuff seemed so crazy and outlandish and wild. But, like, they did that just step-by-step. Step, like, they laid the bricks and just nursed that franchise back to life. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's awesome. I yeah. mean... It's well-respected in the community. It's mm-hmm. got much stronger fundamentals than Mortal Kombat ever had. Absolutely. Um, it's the first Mortal Kombat that I've played since, really since 3, that I was like, yeah, this is an actually you know, re- good fighting game that's worth my time. Like as someone that really cares about the mechanics yeah. of fighting games yep. more. So like, it's always been fun and like a flashy, just beat up on your friend's sure. way. But in terms of actual like competitive scene fighting, mm-hmm. like MK is up there. And now. for Damon yeah. and I, we only care about babalities and friendships. So I was so. really disappointed with this one. <laughs> but it does like yeah. it covers off on both now. Like you don't like the, the one doesn't need to exist at the expense of the other. Like you can have those solid mechanics and still have you know silly fatalities yep. and um, flashy stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive, as they say. On April 27th, Silent Hills was officially canceled. And I, I misunderstood which day the demo was going to go off of PSN. Oh, so you missed it? Got, oh, home, yeah. got home, and I was like, I'm like, okay, this is the last day for me to download it. I'm going to get it. And then I logged on to the PSN, and I was like, we had a yeah, We have a limited really number of PS4s yeah. that have PT on it here in the office, and one of those PS4s died. So it's like one fewer copy of PT, oh, yeah, PT out there in the wild. Oh, yeah, geez. we have to track those consoles. It's funny whenever we need them. <laughs> it has been a rough year for Konami. It's just yes. like the first. Well, Metal Gear was amazing. Metal Gear, I mean, Metal Gear was amazing. I'm just talking about uh, in terms of like bad PR for Konami. Yeah. Sure. With that. Yeah. On May 1st, the Yuka Lele Kickstarter was funded in 40 minutes. This is the spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. Mm-hmm. Expected out next year. Yeah, that was great because all those uh, rare people have been working on. Yeah. non-rare like projects since basically Banjo-Kazooie you know they did all the avatars and the Xbox thing and everything but these guys were like let's just make a rare game even though we're not a rare anymore yeah. and they got so many people together to do it it's like a, it's like a little dream team they got of the Banjo developers. Composer. Yeah, people funded it immediately because yeah. that's such a cool <clears throat> thing I think there's a void right now for that 3D cartoon platformer yeah. that is actually nostalgic now mm-hmm. and doesn't really have a place in contemporary like the marketing of games like it would be hard to market ukulele unless you like the crowdfunding was such a good way to do it i, I mean think, it's I just wonderful it's so like i don't feel like nintendo needs to have ownership of the 3d mascot platformer um i love i've been saying it on game scoop all year long everything old is new again and nothing goes away forever if you like 2d you know platformers and action games they're time. they're back and alive turn-based mm-hmm. rpgs real-time rpgs you know, open world, linear, and now 3D platformers is sort of the next thing to have hopefully a little bit of a renaissance. We've seen a couple others besides ukulele. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's awesome. Um, I'm skeptical that that game's going to be on time. Um, I just, I, I hope I it is. But there isn't a release date, but they said 2016. So. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, it strikes me as one of those projects that, um, uh, like, you have all these uh, stretch goals, right? Yeah. And it's like all that money doesn't necessarily help you make a giant game faster. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, another I, uh, rareware related Kickstarter that happened also this year was uh, uh, I Am 8 Bit released uh, the Banjo Kazooie Battle Toads and Perfect mm. Dark soundtracks on vinyl. And the Banjo Kazooie <laughs> double LP set is just my favorite thing. That I piece love of art it. is insane. It, it's this ultra real drawing <laughs> of a bear and a bird <laughs> with like no text on it for the cover. Really and cool. it looks so funny. It's such a great, great uh, album set. And then I uh, put it on, and my wife made it, made me take it off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's enough of that. <laughs> it, it does sound like 
terrible circus music out of out of context today. Luckily, there's I did in Rare Replay. I did. I 100% advantage of Kazooie. I got all the notes, all the jiggies, all the honeycombs. It's a really good game. Yeah. I couldn't find some jiggies in the haunted house level when I replayed it. I'll help you out with and, it. And I used a, a, our guide and like all this stuff, and I couldn't find you it. Probably this those those wine barrels, and I know there's. Yeah, I bet I know it. which ones you're missing. It's tough, it depends man. on whether you're missing a bunch of three or four. Mm-hmm. What was released on May nineteenth? No one knows. The Witcher. Vince should know. I Witcher should, three. That's right. Yeah. The Witcher, Witcher three is released. You had a oh busy God. year. I had a very I busy mean, year. You got to review a bunch of really good games this year. Oh it seems yeah, like a wonderful games. year for me in in terms of that. But also, it seems like ever since like it start it started with Destiny the year before, and then it just was like an endless stream of really physically large games. Like because Dragon Age had happened. Right. Dra- Destiny, then Dragon Age, yeah. and then, and then you know this year with The Witcher and with Metal Gear. Um, yeah, it's been a procession of just like of those. And Witcher, I love The Witcher Three. Mm-hmm. I, I oh, in a weird way, I feel like I haven't really played or experienced it the way I want to mm-hmm. because I had to. I, I think I came in after like a week not being in the office. Yeah. And everyone and everyone was asking me, did you beat it? And like, how much did you play it? Like, no. And I was like, a hundred. I, I put in like a hundred and ten hours. In like, like a week. Are you cool? And I remember saying, <laughs> I remember you're like, how many hours in are you? And you're like 80. And I'm like, are you close to the end? And you're like, I don't know. No, I was like, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I legitimately wasn't sure. Um, yeah. Because that game is kind of like the uh, Upside Down Castle and something of the night, or like after you beat the first three dungeons in Ocarina of Time. It yeah. has this wonderful thing, if you don't expect it, where you, you've been expanding this giant map for a long time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden people are like, hey, you want to take a boat to this other place? You're like, oh, I guess it'll just be a little one off dungeon. And it's a map just as big like as just, that map. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. It's incredible. There's like a second <laughs> half of the game that you don't expect. It's a little and bit. I love that in games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Okami, actually. It's a game that's like, oh, it's like, it's it's like totally a trilogy in one game. Okami right. just, just keeps going and going. Yeah. Um, which is really, really good. I'm glad I gave that game a second chance. I, when I played it, it just didn't click with me. I can't it's, make any excuse. That was my experience, and I keep meaning to go back to it. Also. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure why. I'm still not exactly sure why. It just didn't. Like, I did, It just didn't grab me, and I put it down, and then I picked it back up this fall and loved it. Um, you played I, I, Okami again? No, no, Witcher. Oh. I actually genuinely think it's the tiniest change, but I think it's the text size increase. That bothered me at the sure, sure, sure. At, at launch. And like, I sure. know that's oh, a, yeah. that feels like a stupid reason to not like a game, but it made it really hard for me to go through the menus. I had to sit closer to my television than I wanted, and yeah. I think the fact that they fixed that like oh, actually just made the game click. Yeah, I only played after they did the updates. I think yeah. that game is so wonderful. Yeah, it's such excellent. a like it's such a, a cool aesthetic game because you you back out and and you just kind of stop every once in a while. And you look around the panorama. As soon as you freeze, it looks like it's painted. It's a really nice, like oil painted kind of blurriness that's just wonderful. And, and yeah. like I just love the feeling that is just like the original Legend of Zelda. You can just go off the path and walk until something kills you. Yeah, and, and like, the, there's so few games that are like that. They don't let you do that anymore. And like to your point Fallout's about the way like it that. looks, sure, right. But like to the way to your point about the way it looks, what's amazing about The Witcher 3 to me is that it what you just described is both a technical achievement, but it's mm-hmm. also an art achievement. Like you know, so there's the artistic end of it, like you know the the, the color palette and and uh, you know the kind of the environmental art that they it use for like different Poland. things. Yeah, it does. But then what's really amazing is like the tech that made it possible for them to like even generate like landscapes that look like landscapes and like all mm-hmm. the all the foliage and the way it all reacts to the dynamic weather. Um, Such good forests. Like, yeah, amazing. Forests never look amazing like forests. Probably the best like forests in games. Yeah. Like it, yep. you have to like kind of like it's a little New bit tight in forests. Yeah. I really like it. New top ten list. Best, best <laughs> anyway, I, I, I just it's just one. Of, it's my game that of the year. If there aren't two other games tying for it mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. yeah, which are, which is probably my front runner right now. But I'm going to use the holiday break to to make sure that that's the case. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Also in May, a surprise hit was released for the Wii U, Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. I mean, another game that uh, not another game because we haven't talked about any others yet. But uh, <coughs> uh, we're seeing a trend in video games where things sort of launch in a so-so state, and mm-hmm. then uh, when the developer really is able to double down on it or really believes in it, they do double down on it and stick with it. And Splatoon is a game like that. Like mm-hmm. Nintendo, Nintendo of all companies has stuck with it, kept updating it, kept it, kept updating it, and I guess Splatoon, I don't have much first-hand experience with it, but it is in a 
really fun, compelling place now that it wasn't when it came out. Yeah, and with a lot more content. Not that it was terrible, but I mean, no. just they, it's better, you know? It's improved in significant ways. I yeah. could never get past the art style. I don't like the design of the game. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's I fun. Really Every time I play it, visually. I have fun, and also I don't really like playing with other people online, but I, I do, I when I play it, it's okay, but I ne I don't like the Squid Girl and Squid Boy. I just don't like the, that. Universe. Yeah, I don't like their design aesthetically. I actually, I, it's a small thing, but I actually don't like that they're just a boy and girl. Like, Nintendo is known for their iconic, incredible characters. And I'm not saying it has to be Mario and Donkey Kong in this game, but if you're going to make somebody new, like, make them interesting character designs. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, the character designs in Animal Crossing are really interesting. Like, they could have done something more aesthetically pleasing there, for sure. Yeah, yeah, super plain. But, uh, but the, the ways which... The people that like that game, good for you. Because, like, I know mm -hmm. people yeah. that had the best year with Splatoon. Mm -hmm. That makes me really happy that Nintendo had a game like that out this year. Well, I heard, an, I heard an interesting point about Splatoon where, uh, like, the mechanics of shooters have, like, just basically taken over everything in video games. Yeah. Like, everything has those shooter mechanics. But what if you're a kid? Like, how do you get that fix? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't really have a lot of options. From my experience, you play Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Like, what if you're a kid that doesn't have, like, terrible parents? Right. Um, like, that's, that's like a super real, like, there aren't, we're going to talk about another game later in the year that does this too, but there's not a lot of uh, E10 or T-rated games that right. have strong, solid shooter mechanics. So mm -hmm. Splatoon is definitely filling a very important uh, slot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when you think about it, like, over the course of uh, history, there hasn't been a, a lot of games no. that do that. Like, the, the first one that comes to my mind is, do you guys remember... Uh, Fur Fighters on Dreamcast. Yeah. Like that's wow. not like the last that's time a, I can remember. Like a that's a deep cut, that's right? That's a deep yeah. cut. Yeah. <laughs> that's not something I can remember. You, know, like you ruined today's twenty questions game. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, so you're not right. Like, like if, you you're, if you're a young person, that. <laughs> I would have. Oh, I have. Yeah. You like that. that one a lot? Resident the the, the little uh, billboard of Resident Weevil in the background of the game store in the in the uh, high oh, A plus boy. humor. Oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> really no, but yeah, you're right. Like people just there's done a lot of that for people that age group. On June first, XCOM two was announced. Mm -hmm. On IGN, actually. Dan then, Stapleton went, <laughs> 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 All day long. That's all it the was only announced he made. as a PC exclusive this time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, That's interesting. Game, I mean, I wonder if they, their reasoning is, uh, you know, just, it's, it's like the normal platitudes about, like, we really just wanted to focus on the PC, and it's such a strong platform. Right. For as if it's not going to come to consoles later. Well, but I, it makes me wonder, like, did the console versions just not sell? Like I played Maybe. it on PC, but they yeah. also focused on making on... it very moddable, and, yeah, and that's like true. I think like a big part of their sale on this selling to people on this was like we're going to make this a game that you guys can just mess with. Yeah, and I think that will open up XCOM maybe to it, really. So maybe cool it is stuff. more than lip service. Get Lord of the Rings XCOM. Oh wow, that'd be sick. Yeah, but I mean, like I, personally, I mean, I don't know. I don't have the sales numbers in front of me, but yeah. I mean, you know, there's. There is no major material difference between the console and and uh, and PC mm -hmm. versions of of, uh, of of XCOM enemy yeah. uh, enemy uh, within. Dan will be oh, so right. disappointed with you. No, I mean like <laughs> visually, sure, you know, like, but I mean like, there's yeah. no. They didn't make concessions to put those games on consoles. No, the the uh, the iPad or iOS port of XCOM is really good. The yeah. only thing they did was uh, there's fewer random maps. Otherwise, it's the exact right. same full game. My I can see Dan at home just spit-taking right yeah. now. Dan Stapleton, our reviews editor, a big BC gamer, is yeah. on his paternity no, I mean, leave. Congratulations, even, even Dan. Even though XCOM... Oh. Yeah. yeah. He went yeah, back he on paternity leave. Oh, and yes, um, he I is. But uh, you know, I, I just my whole thing is I love like XCOM with like every fiber of my being, and because of that, I want absolutely everyone to be able to play it. Like yeah, so, sure. yeah. hopefully um, it comes to consoles. That was originally planned to come out this year, and then was later delayed until 2016. Yep. That uh, that mod support that was I mean, a theme this year. XCOM Two is designed from the theme ground up to be very moddable, like you said. And mm -hmm. XCOM One wasn't to the same degree, but like no. most PC games, you know, people people are still modding it, and uh, it's given that game such longer legs. Like I think Dan said, he played another. 100 hours of XCOM, the original XCOM, when they released that, what's it called, The Long War? Is that mm -hmm. sort of the famous mod mm -hmm. for that game, like the yep. overhaul? Um, so that's, that's, that's incredible, right? Like, it's great. On June 15th, E3 kicked off, gave us, it yielded a bevy of scoops for us to, to discuss the entire year. Uh, that's where Microsoft announced Xbox One backward compatibility. Mm -hmm. That's where Fallout 4 was revealed at Bethesda's first E3 press conference. It may seem strange yep. that, that Damon just brought up that Xbox backward compatibility, but that was the most popular story from E3. Yep, yep. that was one of our biggest stories of the year. Isn't that weird? Uh, Dishonored 2 was I'm revealed. I'm happy about it. Mm -hmm. Dishonored 2. That was a great trailer. The Final Fantasy VII remake mm -hmm. was yep. announced. That, Everybody that, lost their minds. That exploded our war room. Yep. Uh, then we just learned actually last weekend that it's episodic. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, do you remember... You uh, at, at E3, Nintendo announced Metroid Federation Force. I do. I do. I, oh, played, I remember I, that. I played that a lot and wrote about it at E3. Yeah. And uh, it, 
As a big Metroid I Prime fan, go with this. as yeah. a big Metroid Prime fan, I'm very disappointed, but always excited to see how Nintendo will change my mind about that it. That should have been a new. It's not a bad game. That's that's what worries me. Like it's totally fun, but it just shouldn't be Metroid. It should be yeah. its own thing. Yeah. Uh, Gears of War four gameplay was revealed. Mm-hmm. At A3. I feel like people, people are sleeping on Gears. Yeah, people aren't really t- talking about it. Uh, the first Mass Effect Andromeda teaser was revealed. Right. I'm so pu- pumped for that game. Can we can we stop on Mass Effect Andromeda for a minute? Of course. The thing that excites me so much about Andromeda is, and again, I hope they're not just paying it lip service. I hope it's really true. The emphasis on exploration and oh my being gosh. Yeah. like just so out better. in the wilds, like like that frontier. That's sort the of promise thing. of the original Mass of Effect. The original Mass Effect. Where they showed this map and it was seamlessly pulling out from a gal or pulling in from a galaxy to a yeah. planet, and then like have the, yeah, that's that's the exploration I want. Like no I, game's done that. Yeah, I, I don't know how they're gonna do it. Like how are they gonna have sort of the same uh, the powers and races and like Krogan? Or is it gonna be all new stuff? Like what if you don't have Krogan? and Asari and all the rest of it, what makes Mass Effect Mass Effect? Like, I definitely have some questions about that. If they're in a new galaxy exploring a whole new sort of universe, essentially. But, I mean, I, I believe in those developers and that emphasis on frontier exploration and, like, taking a Wild West game but putting it in space is just sounds absolutely yeah. perfect, the exact direction yep. that I want that franchise to go. I'm so yeah. excited. Ubisoft announced two new games at E3, For Honor and Ghost Recon Wildlands. For mm-hmm. Honor was really fun. Yeah. Um... Surprisingly fun, and Wildlands looked like a cross between Ghost Recon and uh, Far Cry, which is like wild and yep. interesting. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's good or not, but uh, well, I like I, both those games. So yeah, Sounds I mean, I, I applaud yeah. them. I, well, so here's why it's interesting: is I've never been a Ghost Recon guy, but this one, like, I am a Far Cry guy. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, maybe I'll be more interested in this one. Yeah, and I think it also falls in line with like what I think is kind of the theme of 2015, which is like we're getting to a point where open world kind of emergent gameplay is no longer something that's its own subgenre. It's just uh, it's just an element. It's just like a fourth dimension almost for like that that many different genres and many different <laughs> franchises are just starting to push out into kind of organically. Yeah, like climb, you're gonna climb those radio yeah. towers and reveal more of the yeah. map. Right. Yep. That's just, that's well, that's Ubisoft. <laughs> yep. And of course, which I love doing actually. Yeah. Uh, of yeah, course, good. Last Guardian was re-revealed. Mm-hmm. Bird dog. Bird dog. Bird dog. Bird dog. I'm excited. Like June you're, 23rd. You're, you're, what, you're, missing, you're missing a big announcement from Street Fighter. Which one? Street Fighter V. That was at PSX last year. Um, but that was the first time it was... Okay, you're right. It wasn't an announcement. It was the first time it was playable. I guess, I don't know. I mean, it matter, matters I mean, to I'm me, not, damn it. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> nothing against Street Fighter. Just, I didn't think it was a big announcement. Scoop! Damn it. Uh, Street June, Fighter Six. June 23rd. Batman Arkham Knight was released, mm-hmm. and that's kind of an interesting story. That used to be like the series that could do no wrong, like a fan-favorite series with gamers. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that game was really good, but people don't seem to be uh, super stoked about it people anymore. Liked, uh, people in the office liked it. Yeah. Our, our peers liked it, Dan liked it a lot, and Brendan liked it a lot. They played it the most for the guy in the review, but... People didn't like the... It was Batman a weird time. Which, were, come out. which I loved that it was so weird to me and still weird to me. It's like I, I, I very much fell in line yeah, with Dan on this, yeah. which is where it was like, yeah, is it like... You know, necessarily fall directly in line with what I expect from like Batman as a character. No, it doesn't. But I, I absolutely found the that combat fun, and I, I know a lot of people feel like it was forced on them. But I, mm-hmm. I after playing like you know the majority of the game, I've played like maybe eighty percent of the way through the game. I, I never felt like I was forced to. I kind of chose when I wanted to traverse with the Batmobile really? and chose when I wanted to traverse on my foot. That's good. Sure, there are certain parts where you know you yeah, you know you, you do have to use parts. them. Uh, you do have to use the Batmobile, but yeah. I mean, like every game has a part where you have to use Tool X to get, you know, to get further. So it really, I, I never felt the way some people felt about yeah. the Batmobile. I game. liked Arkham Asylum because you, it's like the beginning of Metroid. You, you start so limited, and you get all mm-hmm. your favorite Bat tools when you get some dropped off, and how you mm-hmm. discover them and stuff. You start, and, and you can't just do that in every game. So I understand well, but yeah. that. But man, you're like, a, you have a tank in this game. Yeah. You're like super powerful and like everybody's not in the city. Like it just doesn't it just feels like a weird artifice for that for Batman for me. Yeah. It feels I like, like the detective side of Batman. Sure. And it also feels I like agree. a perfect example of like a developer and I, I'm really hoping that that for Rocksteady this is like their time to move forward because you know, to me they remind me of kind of like what Gorilla seemed like with uh with the Killzone franchise where mm-hmm. by the end, by you know, with uh with the last Killzone game that launched with the PS4. What is it called? Shadow Shadow's Zone? Shadowfall? Yeah. Shadow Sh- Sh- Shadowfall. Um so it's like it's 
you can tell a developer is ready to move on. They want to try new things. Mm -hmm. they're, they're already doing new concepts. They're just trying to find a way to pigeonhole it mm -hmm. into the existing framework of this franchise they've been forced yeah. to work. Yeah. Not okay. forced to work on, but so I, I, it seems to me, and you know, then they went on to do Horizon, mm -hmm. you know, and the Horizon looks like something totally... It's a very different game. Very different, very different direction artistically. And that's I hope, the robot dinosaur game? Yes, yeah. and that's what I hope is in store for Rocksteady. Is that like the, I saw signs of it everywhere in Arkham yeah. Knight that they were just ready to move on and try wilder things that, without the constraint of Batman. Yeah. Batman was interesting. Um, so so much about it is excellent. I mean, almost everything about it's excellent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, still probably the best hand-to-hand -hand combat system devised yep. in a video game. Um, mm -hmm. Shadow of Mordor is maybe up there too, but I mean, it's just copying Batman sure. in a lot of ways. Yep. So uh, the story writing was really excellent. Uh, the super beautiful. Yeah, the degree of technical excellence is almost off the charts. So it's like it does all these things so well. Um, but I'm sort of in the same boat as Sam, where my favorite part of Arkham Knight, they, well, they abandon any sort of pretense of stealth. Maybe not any pretense, because there's still some predator rooms and stuff, but they used to strike a balance between like Batman going in loud and Batman going in stealthy, and um, they didn't really have the balance well, in that spot. Well, there's there. enemies in this that just see you when you're stealthy. Mm. There's like these these people that see you using detective vision, and mm -hmm. yeah, it's like it breaks that. I don't know. I, like I really like the predator challenge rooms, um, and they really seem to be leaning like that needle just tilted much more towards combat um, in a way that I wasn't uh, as happy with personally. I liked I liked really terrorizing people as Batman yeah. and just dangling them and and making like having their fear levels mm -hmm. go off the charts. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, on July 12th, we learned that Nintendo President Satoru Iwata passed away. Just. Definitely yeah. the saddest news in the world of video games this yeah, year. Yeah, and it yeah. slowed down the kind of stream of stuff that we usually expect from Nintendo. I mean, maybe in releases, which I doubt, but but in, in information because they didn't do a Nintendo Direct until last month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, those were so regular. We saw him doing them and just them kind of figuring out how they were going to deliver messages seemed to take a long time. Mm -hmm. And and we haven't heard about a lot of games in a long time. And, yeah, I mean, a special man. A good, it was a moment of silence that lasted a long time. Yeah. We, uh, the, Reggie gave, a, I, I don't know what you want to call it, a little in-memoriam speech of uh, Awada at the Game Awards, and he put it so perfectly where Awada, and I'm paraphrasing here, um, but Awada had this combination of, like, really strong business sense, really strong hardware, like, engineering sense, and really strong, like, a software development background. Yeah. And to get all three of those, like, that is the perfect president for a video game. Yeah, unbelievable. Like, huh? You couldn't ask for more than that. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a, a massive loss. On July 28th, Mafia 3 was announced. Mm. And then we would get a, a, a bigger reveal at Gamescom the following month. It's a game that's coming next year that people don't... People are kind of sleeping on that and Gears. Um, I guess they're just kind of waiting to spin up the, yeah. the sort of hype machine. Sure. You mentioned Rare, Rare Replay. That was released on August 4th. <laughs> It's yeah, man, one of the I, one of the coolest you know retro game packages I think ever released. I, I love the rewind button on the NES games. It's in that. so great, really clever. Rare Replay is great. Um, I played through. Yeah, like I said, I played through all of Banjo Kazooie, hundred percent of that. Played through all of Perfect Dark. Um, relived a lot of Blast Core, like yeah. those N sixty four games. Man, Jet Force Gemini did not hold up. Yeah, that's what Whew. I was. That that that's what I was really sad to to hear. That, that was when I heard about Ray Replay. The first the first game on my list <laughs> Jeff was, was Jeff Force Gemini, and I was yeah. very sad to hear that. that I have such great memories of it, though. It's not going to hurt those. Well, <laughs> what's interesting though is I guess I just listed off Banjo and Perfect Dark, and those are the games that got the 360 ports. Yeah, right. So they were already in widescreen, right. you know, and uh, so maybe that's why I'm sort of had a more positive experience with those and the games that were literally just. And then 64 again yeah. sort of plopped onto it. Like I played console. Conquer for a half an hour and I, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't, well, you can't. The, it's inverted look and there's no option to change it. Yeah. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. You're both maniacs. It does make sense. But like it, to not have an options menu. Okay. To not have an option does not make sense. No. Push up to, to go to look no, up. You push up. To point it doesn't down. make any sense. Up this is, is up. Down is not up. up. Makes perfect sense. No, if I, if the I great were, debate. <laughs> if I were handling a camera, right, which is what you're ostensibly doing. No, mm -hmm. no, it's not. Okay. Yes, yeah. you, you would. You no, would. I'm playing a video to, game. Yep. You know, you want to look up. But you're controlling the camera. Yep. yep. That doesn't make it. But like, do but you, you would move the camera up when you want it to, to point up. Is that what you're saying? No, no. no you, you have to pull back. You have to pull. You have to pull down. Pull Right. And then, and this then, is the analog. Yeah. Like, I understand what flying yoke controls. Okay? <laughs> that's how that's how that works. But yeah, with first person, I, I that would throw me off. All right, August twenty first, Hitman Agent Forty Seven came into theaters and ended the video game movie curse. No, it didn't. Do that. No, it, didn't do that. <laughs> I was just say it was really, it was really bad. <laughs> uh, on August twenty fifth, a new another surprise uh, hit was released. Anyone know this one? Also a PlayStation exclusive. 
What was the date? August 25th. Until Dawn. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And I did not expect this game to be good at all. Uh, people like this game, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. Like, and the reviews, it's, both like uh, yeah, critically and I watched should, our live streams of it. I felt like I didn't need to play much of it after yeah. that. It no, it's it's like it's funny because when I I so I demoed it at the first PSX, and when I played it, I was like, this game is gonna fall flat on its face. I was yeah. like, and it also it's it's worth noting that they at that demo they forced us to use the move controller oh, um, to uh, to kind of choose where you know what we wanted to do and make all those choices, which was just like a, a weird because all it is is left or right. I'm like, I don't need a no. a wavy thing to do left or right. I can do that with a directional pattern analog sticks. Can that, you? That for, I think I can. I think I can handle it. Because I just I heard some evidence to the, the comments. That's <laughs> <laughs> left and right, not up and down, okay? Um, no, but I was totally but surprised. camera, you, you pull right. To look <laughs> You're insane. No, but, but what was amazing to me is that once once the, once the we got to, to Halloween time and I was in like horror movie yeah. mode, yeah. I was like, I want to watch an interactive horror movie with my girlfriend and make all the choices that get people killed mm. or don't. Ooh, that's and, great. And that's ba- that's what the that, that's what that's what Until Dawn is. It just dawned on me. If you rewind GameCube, if you rewind this GameCube 60 seconds and look at my face, you'll pinpoint the exact moment that I just realized I've had a copy of Until Dawn from GameFly for like 3 months <laughs> and it's unopened just sitting like I've been paying for GameFly cuz I did the oh mm, it makes me so mad they got me. All right. All right. So this here's, is how they get you. This is what happened. So, I've been playing this car, Star Wars card trader app. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yes. And you get credits to open packs of cards, and you can buy credits or you can sign up for special mm. offers. And if you sign up for GameFly, you get like seven hundred thousand credits. And I said, I'm no dummy. I'll just cancel it. <laughs> I'll sign up for GameFly and I'll just cancel it. I'll rake in all these credits and cancel it before they charge me. They gotcha. And now that was literally like three months ago. And I think those credits and that copy of Until Dawn that is unopened is costing me like thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Crap. Well, they hit you with the okie doke. That's how they get you. Yeah. They there was another horror me. game that was underwater uh, right after that uh, called Was that take place at the bottom of the ocean? This year? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Soma. Soma. Ah. Soma. And they came out right at the same time, and both those, I was like, oh, if I had more time not playing The Witcher and Metal Gear right now, <laughs> yeah. I would totally be preparing for Halloween with these two games. Speaking of Metal Gear, September 1st, yep. Metal Gear Solid Five and Mad Max were released. Yeah, that's right. unfortunate for Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I think people like deserve that game attention. too. Yeah. It's like, that's like Tomb Raider and Fallout 4. Like, just, get, yeah. just get out of there. Just <laughs> get out of the way. Yeah. Run for cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even like one week. Like, do something. Uh, that same month, Mario Maker. Wait, are we, we're not going to talk about Metal Gear? We talk about it all the time. Yeah, we do. Game Scoop. Okay. It's my, probably my favorite game of the year. I love it. Is, it. It, is so definitely, it is definitely my favorite game. Of I just game don't of care 10. about that yeah. series either, and I love that game. Yeah. Yeah. So they were fun. able to take a, a series uh, that has a very dedicated like cult following that's known for being very convoluted and like yeah. satisfy that audience, but also welcome in new, yeah. new, new players like yeah. that. So that, cool. That, that sort of satisfy that audience. Yeah. yeah, and for me, yeah, and that and that was for me was my whole thing about it. And like, I I took some fire for giving it a ten because you know, understandably, people some well, kind of understandably, some people think that that means it's perfect. And I criticized it for its you know the way it handled its story versus uh, some of the other games uh, in the in the series. But for yeah, me, that's not what I played it for. Yeah, that's not for me. I was like, I will, I would much rather. Much rather the game be about be player driven and be about the player's experience. And in terms of the player experience and emergent player driven moments, like no no action game has ever achieved what, the, what Metal Gear did. Uh, and like I said, Mario Maker also released that month. That's a very yeah. very very uh, mm-hmm. impressive. I thought that game would have a longer uh, interest time for me. I it, it, it I. I, just, yeah. I feel like I'm missing out by not going back and playing it because I just saw a level in which Mario turns into a Mercedes Benz <laughs> yeah, and uh, collects Mercedes logos. No, I mean, as I've been that's saying from thing. the start, I feel like Mario Maker is a game that's more fun to watch than it is to play. I was just going to say the so same I would thing. much rather yeah. just, you know, dip my head in once a week. I don't know if there is a YouTube channel or if maybe IGN should be doing this, but just like, here are the coolest Mario Maker things we found this week, and um, that's the way that I want to consume that game. I don't yeah. want to wade through you know a dozen well, media I do levels. like playing those I don't want to make them uh, it turns out but yeah. uh, man I had so much fun doing we did a series where we all paired up with somebody here and uh, made a level for that person like specifically yeah and that was so fun and like if I was 
in any other situation, like I, I can't make a game for my cat or my wife right now. They're not going to play it. <laughs> but uh, if I was living with like roommates or something, like that would be the best thing. Oh sure. You know? And I, and I just think that's the greatest because it was about being in the room too. I want to emphasize that. Like it was like a couch experience that I loved because you could pause it and laugh and add stuff and do. It was like that Nintendo couch experience that they always got to make every yeah. year. You know, and the Mario Kart Eight was that last year. So. Mm-hmm. We're get, you, you got something to say? No. All right. We're getting caught up. September 18th, Sony renamed Morpheus, Project Morpheus, to PlayStation VR. Yep. Which makes sense. People understand that. Sure. It's more marketable, but like, it, again, it, with, all, with all, this is always how it happens, right? They have a, someone has a cool code name, like mm. Katana. Katana or was the coolest code you know name I mean? for a console. You know? What and was then, that for? Uh, that was the Dreamcast, Dreamcast. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dolphin. <laughs> Dolphin, I don't think is that's quite as cool. <laughs> Revolution. Yeah. Revolution is cool. Uh, they also, yep. Although we still don't have a, a price or release date for VR, they did say it will be priced. Project Reality. <laughs> priced as a new gaming platform. I mean, so. Yeah, it's code for many hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah. that's that's code for four, multiple if, hundreds of dollars. If it's not, if it's less than four hundred dollars, I will be shocked. Yeah. On Having, Black Friday this year, you could buy a fifty-five-inch TV for like four hundred bucks. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, so hopefully it has to be as good as that. Yeah. Oh, it's it's definitely having played around with it at PSX this past week. It is definitely more impressive than a four hundred dollar LCD TV. Good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yes. On September 29th, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five was released. Womp womp. Yeah. The first of a few like franchises that Activision was trying to bring back this year because also uh, this was in. Uh, Activision, of course, but on October 6th, Rock Band 4 was released. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that made much of a splash either. either. At least it was good. At least it was good. Yeah. Um, do you remember how Tony Hawk 5 was leaked by a caterer? No. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, do remember that. Picture, yeah, kind of that. There was, there was, there was like tables set up in a screen. And there was yeah. some, I don't know if it was like some, I actually don't know what the event was. Like some Activision a corporate event that had a Tony Hawk 5 like thing, logo on the screen. And this caterer is like, catering for Tony Hawk tonight and like put that on his Instagram <laughs> like not knowing that that game was like months away from being announced. But we know Activision elaborately set that up. Oh, possibly. <laughs> or, or, that, yeah. or that guy's currently not working anymore. Well, yeah, well, he's not catering for Tony probably Hawk Probably nobody anymore. told him not to take pictures. <laughs> yeah. Remember they changed the art style like a month before yep. the game was released? <laughs> uh, we gave it a 3.5. Oh. Tony Hawk. Oh, so sad. Yes, yeah. Yet you fall through the environment and get stuck and all the time and fall out, but... Yeah. yeah it matters, I a, lot, it matters a lot more in Tony Hawk. It happens a lot more frequently. Yeah. yeah, then Rock Band 4 was released. That same day, Far Cry Primal was announced. That's mm. the next Far Cry, which we'll be playing next year. A full $60 game instead of a Blood Dragon-style yeah. $15, $15, $20 thing. Yeah. Thank you, thank I mean, that's fine. I'm not making a value like judgment. Cry, I'm just saying, so. like, it's interesting. But uh, they'll probably have, like, a baby mammoth escort mission. It'll be fine. <laughs> on October 20th, Guitar Hero Live was released. Right. Uh, I think that's considered the better game of the two new music games that were released, but mm-hmm. I also don't think it made mm-hmm. much of a splash. No, I, I mean, I would... I, I guess it depends on who you ask, but I, I feel like a lot of people found uh, the format of Guitar Hero Live kind of uh, a little bit alienating, mm-hmm. um, especially, like, its approach to... You don't uh, like it when the crowd content. holds up a sign and says, "You suck." No, no not, not that. The uh, the renting you can't you can't buy oh, a that song. You can only rent right. them. Yeah, exactly. But you can play the live set anytime. Like just turn it on. Whatever's on, it's like a TV channel. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that's kind of neat. That reminds me of One Verse One Hundred. I liked One Verse One Hundred. Yeah. Microsoft needs to figure that out. It totally feels like Guitar Hero Live should have been free to play. Yeah, and that's wow. the thing is that I think it's a. But they had to get the controller, the instruments in people's hands. Yeah. It's a good example of a game that. It's trying to change its business model for like the 21st century, for whatever that means, yeah. you know, and kind of stick with the times, but it doesn't have a price tag that reflects that. Right. It doesn't seem like music games are back. No. no Even though both not. those franchises came yeah. back this year, I don't think music games are back. We'll have yeah. to wait for Amplitude uh, for that. And Amplitude. Amplitude's going to be dope, but it, let's be honest, it's not going to save music no, games. Or, or I kickstarted it, but it'll make me happy. Um, yeah, for harmonics. Uh, October 23rd, Assassin's Creed Syndicate was released. Fans of that series seem to be happy with that. <laughs> Fans of the Assassin's Creed genre. I mean, <laughs> it, you um, know, it, it was. It, I played it. It was much better than Unity. Um, yeah. Like many games this year, I got bored before I got to the end of it. Um, October twenty seventh, Halo Five was released. People mm-hmm. really liked the multiplayer, not so much the campaign. See, that's that's like the meme, or not like that's what oh, a campaign sucked. Multiplayer awesome, but I still really like the campaign. Mm. 
Yeah, like, and I think I, I th would I would say I mean I I would need to think about where I would rank the Halo campaigns, but I would put it in the middle probably. Sure, I mean I think I think uh, to say that it sucked was definitely kind of like a a little bit of a you know an, an overstatement for sure. I think I think what what some people really felt is that compared to what they expect and yeah. hope for from from Bungie. Yeah, there's that, definitely uh, I mean, from, the, from, the, from the franchise. You rather. fight the warden too often. That's a very overused. Like what you repeat that boss fight too often. They didn't take uh, full use. Uh, like the co-op wasn't as impressive or as implemented as impressively as it could have been. Like there's very real sort of concerns around that campaign, but it's totally fun, totally solid. Like it just like the Halo mechanics have never really felt better. Um, I wasn't really that impressed with the sandbox design of the campaign. Yeah, um, bad sandboxes. Yeah, bad sandboxes. I would, I would, I would agree. With you that. don't play as cool. Master Chief that often. It yeah, just who cares? The, the, the series that those characters. I want to fight grunts and and elites and stuff, but like I, I know what I know how to now so well. Sure. That like just and I really didn't like the new characters in the last game, so I'm in a weird place now. I don't, I don't like the new stuff they're doing, and I'm bored of the old stuff. Oh, man, I don't. Mm -hmm. know, I thought the Prometheans were so improved over four. Really fun to fight. I thought the big thing that impressed me I about Halo like Five because you can't. They're they're robots, and I can't tell that I'm hurting them, and I, I don't I don't they like they have cool that weak feeling. spots like in their shoulders and stuff. I don't know. Like, here's the thing that I like most about Halo Five is I thought every single gun with like every single one was fun to use and useful. Like I never felt like oh crap I'm stuck with this crappy <laughs> thing. Like even the pistols can feel can be lethal. Like but that the meant that there's design. like a puzzle element that's missing, and I feel like there's always a good arsenal available to me. Whereas like before, I'd be like I would actually have to search a level to figure out the legendary version of that. Sure, like, try to find the hidden sniper rifle or whatever. Yeah, or like figure out like how to use these two weapons in combination that I'd never thought of before. Or just realize you should always have a plasma pistol on you at all times. So good and legendary usually, yep. but this yep. game actually added a lot of other weapons in that work. Uh, that same day, No Man's Sky was given a June 2016 release window. Mm -hmm. Finally narrowed that down. It's gonna be a See, if Mass Effect just has No Man's Sky in it, it'll be great. Yeah. Oh, I think it's God. a PSVR launch game. That would be very, very, very exciting. Um, well, I, don't, I mean, does that game need to be VR? Oh, I wouldn't say it needs the to be. The space battles part would be cool, or yeah. the space flight would be I cool. I mean, the big, to me... It's the, always my favorite th part about VR, but being on a planet and stuff. To me, the big strength of, of PlayStation VR and VR in general uh, from the demos that I've played, it's, it's always the ways in which VR can add an extra, like, kind of vector of control or... Yeah, uh, to look around. Yeah, to, and, and, to traditional situations. So, like, would I want to play that game as a VR-only experience? Probably not. Would I want to be able to pilot my ship with my with my controller and look around freely and check cool. my six? Like, one, in, a, in a world as beautiful and immersive as that, 100%. Yeah, that's my favorite to. experience in VR is yep. getting in a cockpit and being able to look up, you know, at, at things around me while I'm, while I'm starfighting. It's yeah. really fun. No, I mean, and, sorry. Oh, oh, that's cool. Oh, I was going to say, in, like, I play the demo of Drive Club uh, with, uh, they have a prototype of Drive Club with, uh, with the VR. And, like, I'm not, like, a huge fan of Drive Club, although I do like racing games. But what was amazing, and I never thought about this while playing a racing game before, is that, like, I'm driving, you know, they, they had a wheel, and I'm, Every time I I normally never uh, drive from the cockpit view because I feel like my situational yeah. awareness is just terrible. But if I was wondering how deep or how sharp the turn I'm turning into was, I'm like, I just look. I'm literally turning and looking like yeah. this the whole time, just like real driving. Just like, just like I would in real driving. I'm looking where I want to go, and that's like directly informing my muscle memory of maybe of, they can of just make a VR game where you drive to work and then just work. Oh yeah, <laughs> just that's how fun hours. driving well, games are for me. They also announced Work Simulator at PSX, so that, yeah, there you go. That's true. Uh, getting into November, November 6th saw the yearly mandatory release of Call of Duty. This one was Black Ops 3. Mandatory. Mandated by the government. <laughs> mandatory release. Yep. Uh, November 10th, Fallout 4 and Rise of the Tomb Raider, both the same day. Mm -hmm. Two uh, very both, different games. Both great games. Both, both great games, and for very different audiences. I feel, it's, it's I interesting. So. I mean, I, I like them both. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible to to enjoy both of them. Certainly you can. I think what's interesting about them is that there's there's one group of people who's like, I absolutely want a more directed, focused experience that's always constantly interesting and fun and engaging, regardless of like whether or not I'm doing what what the most fun thing is. And that's like, you know, that's that's Tomb Raider. And then there's yeah. another group of people who are just like, leave me the hell alone and let me just go out there and do whatever the heck I want and The Tomb Raider figure. added more of that for this game, right? It's, there's it's, a little bit more open. It's kind of hard. I mean, it's hard to almost express how good, like how much, how improved, like Tomb Raider 2013 was so good. Yeah. And like now the new one, like, it's really even better. And I, it, it's re very... Like, my greatest disappointment of the year is that uh, Fallout and Tomb Raider being an Xbox One exclusive made so many people kind of sleep on that game or miss it. Um, and that's 
really unfortunate because it's a truly excellent uh, superlative video game experience. And a lot of people here in this office uh, have, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people a lot here of like love it. For it. Yeah, yeah, a lot um, of love for it. In this it's, office right it's, now. you know, it takes those survival aspects of 20, Tomb Raider and uh, really amps them up in a way that's not sort of annoying or like I didn't actually really like the crafting in something like The Last of Us. I thought it felt sort of bolted on, mm -hmm. and in yeah. Tomb Raider, it feels more like. Like it's an actual, uh, just feels like it was intended with that from the ground up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have enough good things to say about that. It's really for me, game of the year is probably between that and Witcher. Right. And now. I was just gonna say, like anecdotally, this is of course like you know our our nominees aren't up until Monday. Right. Um, but uh, I would say anecdotally, if I was to gauge it, like it's a very just based on chatter around the office, I feel like it's a very credible threat for game of the year. It's in the hunt. Yep, That's definitely. November twelfth, Cloud was announced for Smash Brothers. Mm -hmm. despite, never, despite never having been in a single, on a single Nintendo platform why, ever. Why, why that bother? Who, so what? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying yeah. that's, inter that, that, that's an interesting thing to me. It's like, of all the Final Fantasy characters yeah. that I would have thought would have ended up sure. on a, in a Smash game. You mean like, like, like White Mage? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have even, I, I would have thought it would have been someone like, you know, like, C like Cecil or Kane. You know, or Tella, or Golbez, or Tella would have been hilarious. Yeah, Tella would have been great. What are the twins? The uh, Porm pa Porm and Palm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like of all the characters, uh, it would have been Umago. I, Umago, right, right, right. Um, um, Ninja. The interesting thing about Cloud is he's not the character that won the ballot, that won the Smash ballot. They were, they explicitly said that, so that means there's at least one more new character coming as well. Yeah. Announcement coming. Yeah, we have that direct coming next week. I think. Yeah, Monday. Sometime next week. Yeah. Terra, uh, Nash, oh my god, I keep going. Setzer. With. Setzer. Oh, Setzer would be godlike. Sid? We're never, yeah. never going to see yeah. any of them again. Ridia? We're almost caught oh, up. Ridia's my favorite. Ridia's my today. favorite. November 17th, Battlefront. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront is out. That's yeah. the other game that like that for three days. Like something that I never ever thought about until I was actually an EA representative said it in an interview is that Battlefront's rated T. And they're like, if you if you mm. are you know a younger gamer that sure. wants to play a shooter that you know you can argue about how good or bad Battlefront is, but there's mm -hmm. no denying that it's competent, right? Like it's a good, it's a good game. Sure. Um, like there aren't that many options yeah. for you, and Splatoon. I rated shooters. Yeah. Yeah, and I just thought that was such a great point. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like that's a little bit friendlier, safer space mm -hmm. to have. You know, competent team-based FPS mechanics. Yeah. Um, that's that's important. Mm -hmm. December first saw Just Cause three and Rainbow Six Siege mm -hmm. both released. Yes. Still get still get wrapping my head around those games. Uh, d d Damon and I watched a video on IGN the other day of a little puppy crossing the street in Just Cause, and it's it unlocks so Doge mode in cute. Just Cause. It's yeah, awesome. it unlocks Doge mode, <laughs> yeah. which says things like "very riddled, <laughs> such murder." <laughs> just pops up while you can. Really good. Uh, but that little puppy is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> puppy's really cute. Um, I, I played a I played Just Cause three for one evening and didn't get into it at all. Yeah, I really liked two, but uh, apparently on console it's really rough. Well, that's so you haven't tried yet. No. Okay. Because I've, of the console. I was like, maybe I want to wait. Maybe they'll patch, patch it. Yeah. I played on PS4, and I haven't experienced any of the extreme. You know, just they, like they, they exist. They're real. Like people have YouTube videos of them. I haven't experienced yeah. that. But even the non-extreme issues, even just the normal loading times, just a little bit too long. Like yeah. it's it's uh it's unfortunate. And even that removed, like for me, I was like, I, I did a live stream of it um, with mm -hmm. Mark, and I remember he was the one playing it because he was you know uh, capturing a lot of our early yeah. gameplay footage of it and stuff. So he was kind of like taking me through, and I I, I sat there for two hours watching him play, and I'm like, this was. A, and for me, I was like, and it's not downing the game or saying there's there's no way to enjoy it, but yeah. for me, I was like, just watching someone. Go around the world for a little bit, and maybe picking it up for 15 minutes myself and just traversing. That's about all the experience I, I like felt like I needed or wanted out of it. Just messing around, like you got the squirrel suit and the, and the grappling hook and the parachute. It's fun to get around the world, but like outside of that, I was like, I'm good. It's very much like a palate cleanser after a lot of the games yeah, we played absolutely. in the fourth quarter, That's a good um, point. just to run around and just be dumb, like just dumb fun. Yeah. Um, the the problem for me was. Like the the chaos of like you know being in the squirrel suit and blowing something up and parachuting away and like all that stuff's really awesome, but the actual core shooting is not like not very it's not, interesting. It's not great, mm. yeah. and so that uh, is kind of problematic. And I guess maybe just don't do it. Just use rockets and other explosives sure. instead. <laughs> but I was surprised, like for a game that's all about you know that's a core sort of pillar of it. I'm surprised the shooting itself didn't feel better. Yeah, I mean for me, like uh, even backing up a little bit, like that's kind of like like you said, Battlefront. 
a totally competent. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but right. like the shooting model in that was definitely meant to be a little bit more accessible and, you know, like something like not having too much bullet fall off or bullet scatter, uh, you know, recoil. no real recoil, uh, except on a very minor amount on, on a couple of weapons. It just made, you know, that level of abstraction just makes it feel like I'm not shooting something anymore. It just feels like I'm pointing a cursor. And that's just not, I want to feel like I'm shooting a blaster, you know, not just yeah. saying, Hey, you! That thing I'm pointing at, go die! Like you know, yeah, there's nothing like the feel of a good blaster at your side. That's uh, I would say it's a clumsy and uncivilized weapon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on December third, Telltale revealed yet another uh, licensed property. It's turning into a game. A Telltale's Batman game. Uh, it'll is, be great. I hope. A big surprise. I hope this is an opportunity for them to actually reintroduce puzzles into their games into a major way. Uh, yeah. It won't be sure uh, because <laughs> well, you talk about you know his detective. Yeah, but that's so. what I'm saying. Like, there's it a seems like a perfect opportunity. Yeah. There's a real chance for here. That's why Walking Dead season one remains one of, if not my favorite, Telltale project because uh, especially in the early episodes of season one, they really struck a balance between storytelling and puzzle gameplay. There were real puzzles you had to solve, and um, they don't bother really doing that at all anymore. They're just interactive storytellers. Which is fine, um, but that's just not what I want. I want to see them become, you know, sort of proper adventure game makers again. Sure, I. Please. Well, I was just going to say Game of Thrones. I played that series and uh, I liked it more than most people in the office. Um, but it, you know, it left on this huge cliffhanger, and there's going to be another big season of that stuff. And uh, I feel like I might only be able to handle one Telltale game in a year at this point. Yeah, yeah I, um, it slows me down. They have so much that they released uh, Minecraft Story Mode this yeah. year. Yeah, three episodes of it with um, potentially more to come before yeah. the end of the calendar year. Yeah, and it's like it's like just building off what you said, Justin. It it they have started to become to feel like very passive experiences uh, yeah. compared to the, what what uh, what The Walking Dead was. Like when I played when I played yeah. The Wolf Among Us, it's a it's beautiful. Like visually, just gorgeous. I love the art style. I love the Fables universe. Um, I love the story that they're telling, the voice acting, the writing. Like the craft is totally there. But I, I like you said, I felt like it was more like a choose your own adventure kind of storybook, which is fine. They do it very well, and it's and it's very well presented. But that and, means and the content out. has to be really good because the gameplay stuff is really missing. Exactly. So it's like, do I watch? Do I marathon Jessica Jones? Right. Or do I play twelve hours of a Telltale game? Right, sure. And that's what they're up against for my time now because they're not totally. filling. The Fallout exploration, like wonderful, like open world gap for right. me, which is what I like in video games. They're and and they're not. They have to. It has to be really good entertainment. Mm. It has been nice. Passive entertainment. Um, right. Work's been so busy and, and hectic so this time of year. It always is that I'm just I'm very tired. I'm very tired <laughs> when my day is finally done. And like Telltale's kind of perfect for that. Like I don't really feel like watching an episode of The Flash, but I can't muster the energy to like play to play Just Cause, and like Telltale's right in the middle. You right. know, it's like Tales from the Borderlands is perfect for like... Yeah, that's any, another one they've been releasing this year. Any, anytime you need to unwind, it's great for that. <clears throat> Finally, December 5th, PS2 emulation began rolling out to PS4, and allowing you to buy your old games again. Very, I, but you don't need to buy your, those games anymore because Damon's giving them away. <laughs> well, I am giving away uh, some of them, some of the old PS2 games and GameCube and good Xbox ones. era uh, <laughs> games in uh, Damien's classic game collection giveaway of holidays 2015. Have you gotten any good responses? Yeah, I got lots of good ones. Millions and millions of responses. <laughs> I, I'm reading each one. I will be picking a winner next week. So stay tuned for that. Um, the PS2 emulation, uh, insane that you can't use your discs. I mean, I get it, right? Yeah. But it, it, like, um, and then the prices are crazy. $15. 15 bucks. That's not backwards compatibility. Yeah, it's not. That's just backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's literally it's not what backwards compatibility right. means. No, it's just a store. Yeah. yeah. It's just a store to let you buy older games. Sure. Um, um, I, I'm totally into game preservation, and games should be preserved. Yep. It's one of the, those games. It's one of the rare, and I, you know, I don't want to get into console stuff. I own all the consoles. But generally speaking, I would say the PS4 has trumped the Xbox One in most ways, sure. hardware ways. And this is one area where Microsoft absolutely has Sony's number, at least for now. Yep. Like, their backwards compatibility solution is so much better and yep. thorough and uh, user-friendly and um, just consumer-friendly than, than PlayStation Now and now PS2 on PS4. Yeah, because um, PlayStation Now was, was supposed to be originally uh, kind of their solution to mm -hmm. backwards compatibility. They were going to yep. do uh, the, you know, streaming, you know, kind of like streaming old classic games. Yep. And then, like, the price for PlayStation Now was kind of preposterous when it yep. first launched. And they, they announced a, a reduced, a temporarily reduced uh, one-year subscription price, which is like a 50% yep. savings on what the original ridiculous price was, but it's still a lot of money. And uh, to not have, like... Um, and then to launch kind of a backwards compatibility or like a backwards, you know, selling classic games on PS4, it's like, 
that that's kind of like an overlap where it was supposed to be a one-stop solution for all of that, and now it's like, well, we're gonna let you rent some of them with this service, but we're gonna make you buy some of them with this one. And this is why competition is good. I'm, yeah. a, big, I'm a big proponent of the one console future, but then sometimes you know stuff like this happens. Yeah. So I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just I love I love so hard that I turned on my Xbox one day, and there's a bunch of old 360 games there, just mm-hmm. ready to install. It's great. Awesome. I, so is that is that bring us up to the present? That's it. Okay, I got a question for you. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to play 20 questions today? Oh, yeah. Right now. Okay. <laughs> it's happening. Does that count as one of them? Yes. No, that doesn't count as a question. <laughs> yes, uh, before we go, uh, let's do play video game 20 questions. The suggestion this week comes from Aaron. Don't screw us, Aaron. Everyone knows how this works. You guys have yep. 20 yes or no questions to guess Aaron's mystery game. We really have 19 because the first question is the honorary yeah. Justin Davis question because sure, yeah. he's always sitting in that spot, mm-hmm. so he's yep. always the one who gets to ask it. Did this game come out before January 1st, 2000? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so, Vince, oh, okay. Now you do what you want to do. <laughs> I don't want to like backseat question yeah, we, you. We strategize this so much that it's good to have a uh, yeah, wild card in here. I don't know if it's changed since last time I did it, but like you know, next we started narrowing down like what companies' platforms this was on is usually the direction we went. Next. Sure. One, what we've done lately Are is. Are you asking that as your question? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm conferring with my partner. Do you normally they ask? Was that before or after 1990? Yes. <laughs> oh, so you've been narrowing down the, the, yeah. the time uh, uh, a little bit further. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Um, did do it come out before, before 1990? Is that your question? Yes. There you go. I yes. Think, I think Sam has a meeting he's got to run to. <laughs> okay. So it came out before 1990. Okay. Um, is this, uh, was this a, 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 at any point exclusive to a Nintendo platform? No. Okay. Did it come out before 1980? Yes. Oh, snap. <laughs> Man, I know so much more about this from History of Awesome. Before now. 1980, so this is wow. Okay. Uh, in this game, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw one away. Uh, d- in this game, do you do you shoot space invaders? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> that's oddly specific. <laughs> well, um, is this uh, a one screen game? Yes. Okay, that narrows it down Pac-Man. a lot. Uh, that came out in 1980. Uh, 79. It was 80. Okay. Did, was this an arcade game? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what were the early, early arcade games? Um, There's a million. We, they're mainly racing and sports. Yeah, but I mean the ones racing, that people, sports, and space. Man, Pac-Man was really eighty. Could be asteroids. Yeah. So okay. So does is, is this game take place in space? Uh, Are you a spaceship? Are you a ship? No. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Was well, Centipede okay. a little bit later? Was it or was it? That might have been seventy-nine. Uh, Cent- Centipede was nineteen eighty. Are, are you are you a humanoid? No. And you're not a ship, and you're not a humanoid. Yeah, so it has to be a sports game. Or a no, game. no, you could be a, you could be a robot of some kind. Oh, is it Pong? It, couldn't it be? It could be robot. Yeah, it could still be Pong. Okay, it's not so robot. Could it's it's not it's it's, is this game uh, multiplayer? Yes. Yeah, it's Pong. Is it a sports game? Yes. <laughs> Do I have it in That's my living room? <laughs> <laughs> does, 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 does the game name begin with a P? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's keep going. Guys, let's yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, there a, was there a version of this that involved the doghouse and a puppy? <laughs> I don't know. I did don't they, know about that. Did they remake it for PS1 insanely? Because, because there was a game called Puppy Pong that's always in the... Yeah. You know, it's really, it was for doctor's offices. No one has actually guessed the, no, we the game. We're not, it, we're not oh, sure yet. You're just going to let it go? We're not sure. what if it's Breakout? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the beginning of the P. Beginning of the P. It's two player, can't, can't be, yeah. Two player, beginning of the P. I'm yeah. going to go with Breakout. Yeah. I'm going to go with Pong. It is Pong. Yeah, yeah. we did it. 1972, originally arcades, then was released on multiple home <laughs> Manufactured platforms. by Syzygy. Mm. Mm. That's Developed actually just by Atari. Atari. Yeah. Yep. Considered a sports game. Sports game? Yeah. They were all sports games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like there's like ten versions of Pong on like each cartridge that first came out. You know? Yeah, they're like comes with twelve games. And you're yeah. like, nah, they're man. all just they're all Pong. Pong. <laughs> Tennis is just with yeah, it's, it's all the same thing. Uh, that is all the scoops we have for you this week. Next week will be our final game scoop of 2015, uh, and I will be giving away Damien's classic game collection. So make sure to tune in for that. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. My name is Damien. This is IGN Game Scoop Network. I said I would run away As far as I could go Teach the dogs to pull a sleigh Through the white and drifting snow You brought home a magic box 
in time for Christmas Day. I chased stars and busted blocks till the feeling went away. Needles in the carpet, eyes behind your eyes. On my best behavior till Santa Claus arrives in another castle. Trying to survive the storm that took us all in 1985. You walked out into the wind to warm up Grandma's car, but you never came back in, lost beyond the fog of war. Scrolls unfold in front of me And I am in control Wires from the old TV Through my hands and to my soul Needles in the vacuum Ice behind your eyes On my best behavior Till Santa Claus arrives In another castle Trying to survive The storm that took us all In 1985 It's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.